your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, I'm wondering if you remember this. And I know you might every tomorrow And I know that you'll always be there We've got the world tonight Let's hold on together And we've got a love that's right So open your heart Cause we Well, that should bring you back to the Eurovision of 2003. Can you believe that? Almost 20 years ago, we've got the world tonight from Mickey Joe Hart. Well, he's uh, with us this morning on the line. His new single, Derry Girl, is released. And uh, we'll hear some of that in a few minutes' time. But uh, first of all, good morning to you. You're very welcome to the show. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hello to everybody in Limerick and that area. <laughs> yeah, so how do you feel when you hear that blast from your past? We've got the world tonight. What memories does uh, it evoke for you? Uh, mainly good ones. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, it was a, a heady, heady, heady time for me, you know, uh, but, you know, it was just something that I suppose came about, you know, Joe, to be honest, kind of almost by mistake in a way. Uh, I, I entered Eurostar the competition because I, I knew there were some record label people involved in the in the in the panel and whatnot, and I thought, well, maybe I'd get a, you know, get in front of those and sing my own songs and do a few things like that, and then ended up winning Eurostar. I wasn't aware that uh, Eurovision was a part of the prize when I went to enter Eurostar. It was only a few after a, a few months in that um, I became aware that it was part of the prize. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So I ended up kind of uh, by default at, at the Eurovision. <laughs> so and, and I mean, did, did you were you like? It just seems like such an extraordinary event. Now I know it's developed even in the twenty years since, but mm. even in two thousand and three, it was some gig, wasn't it? Uh, it was a huge production. I mean, it's the biggest production I've ever been involved in, and you know, lucky enough, I've been involved in a few nice ones over the years. But um, I mean, it was a very, very slick production, you know, and a very slick crew and. They knew exactly what they were doing. It was had to be timed to perfection. There was no, you know, margin for error uh, whatsoever because, um, you know, the feed there was a, a, a dress rehearsal that happened during the day, and that was an actual full rehearsal of the show, and that ran simultaneously, or run simultaneously with the live feed that goes out on the night in case the live one breaks down anywhere, and they can they can cut to that. So you can imagine there's a, a huge technical um, when you've got so many countries involved and so many different TV networks and whatnot. You know, there's a huge technical responsibility for the people that are putting it together, <laughs> the country that are hosting it. And uh, it was just, you know, to see it all coming together and just seeing the, the, the kind of enormity of the production it was a great eye-opener eye and, you know, I, was great. It was a great thing to be involved in in that respect, you know. Sure, we're trying to make you Joe Hart, and because of the difficulties in Ukraine, who won it this year, it's coming to Liverpool, isn't it? In England, mm. a fairly Irish city, all of its own. So they'll be looking yeah. forward to that next year. Absolutely, I think that's fantastic, and it's a, you know, it's a, I think it's a good way of doing. It. I mean, the guy who, the English guy who, who didn't win came second. I mean, in, in fairness, if he 
if it uh, maybe wasn't for the situation in Ukraine, they would have won. So I think it's a very fair way that they have it hosted in Liverpool, but hosted by both countries. And uh, that's going to be, you know, a nice thing for, for Liverpool to host. And um, and it's nice that they, you know, both countries will be involved in, you know, delivering the show, was it were, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but a big thing for Liverpool, absolutely. A great city of music as well, as you know. <laughs> and, and as you mentioned, you're a star. I mean, as you know, there are so many singing competitions right now. Yeah. We had a Limerick woman, Niamh Nolan, involved in the UK Voice over the last few weeks. Oh, is this one of the main avenues still for singers, the, the TV competition? I suppose I, I might have imagined that it would have run out of steam now, but there's still lots of formats. Yeah, well, you see, unfortunately, the thing is that all the stuff in the industry is pretty much the same, the record labels and all the stuff that you have to deal with once you get a deal, as it were, or assigned to a label or whatever it might be, or management. Um, but it's just that the shop window has changed. I mean, years ago, and I don't want to sound like the old man on the road, but there are musicians <laughs> out there that will remember the bag it in in Dublin, and you might you might have remembered that yourself too. You might have uh, been aware of it, maybe, of hearing musicians talking, and that was the place to sort of play in Ireland, I suppose. To, it was like a shop window, nearly... A lot of the record companies used to fly in, especially after U2 success and people like Damien Rice and whatnot. So there was these venues that companies from London, the NR guys would fly in, and that was where you wanted to play. So that was kind of your shop window. That was like the TV sort of window, if you know what I mean. And it's just that the the process of of, of discovering artists have, has changed the you know it's you know A and R guys are sitting down now and just in front of in front of laptops and in front of their computers and checking out who has the most likes on YouTube and what kind of a following they have and that's when they start to you know get interested in signing an artist um, so it has just changed so yeah there's definitely a place still for for competitions and for that shop window I mean it's not it's not the only way but it certainly has become sort of the most obvious way I think to get right. discovered nowadays <laughs> let's just hear a, a piece Mickey Joe Hart of your latest single which is Derry Girl and we'll chat about that after this Derry Girl, there uh, uh, some great lyrics in there. Catch yourself on, and Derry <laughs> Girls are on the rip. <laughs> well, you see, I have to. It's a little ode to Lisa McGee, who wrote that marvelous program, Derry Girls, obviously, and you know it's, the success of that speaks for itself. And what she has sort of allowed us people up here in the northwest to use those 
uh, little colloquialisms and those dairyisms or northwestisms, as it were, um, that we were using for years. But if we put them in songs, people wouldn't know what you're chatting about, maybe, or <laughs> wouldn't be quite as obvious. So it was just nice to have that freedom to sort of put those in a song and not have to worry too much about it. And I have lots of connections with, with Derry. My, my granny was from Derry, and, you know, I studied music there and have a lot of friends. I did a lot of my gigging when I started out in Derry. And so, it, you know, it, 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 it's only down the road for me. You know, it's only really 20 minutes, half an hour. And and it's a very natural town, isn't it, for Donegal people from a certain part of Donegal. It's a big county, Donegal, I know, to to travel to for business and work and leisure and all sorts. Absolutely. It's the kind of city that people resonate to from the certain sort of a certain half of the county, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And um, in particular, any show in that, uh, they would uh, end up on, on ourselves being so close to the to the border line from Milford and Derry's only 20 minutes, half an hour, you know, down the road. Uh, so either whatever way you go, <laughs> should you go through Donegal or through Tyrone? Um, so, uh, you know, it, it's one of those places where people go to study and to, as you say, to shop. And, you know, it was the biggest, biggest main city. And so it's very, very attached, to, you know, very close to it. And, you know, all through the troubles, it was somewhere that we would have... We would have been watching very closely and, you know, it would have been something that would have resonated anything that happened in Derry, any of those things, it would have resonated uh, very much so with the people of Donegal, you know. Yeah, you, you go in there, I mean, the, the big mural of Derry girls, it's in quite a prominent place. I mean, it's not down an alleyway in Derry, is it? They really have embraced this and it feels like it's given them the freedom to express themselves on a larger stage. Absolutely. I mean, the city is unrecognisable now when you walk around from when it was, I think even, you know, 30 years ago, let's say, when I was gigging there and doing, you know, the places and the rocket chair and places over the Red Spiral and the waterside and different places you would have, um, you know, that it, it, it's just, it's come out of leaps and bounds and it's, it fills you kind of with pride, I have to be honest with you, and, you know, a great deal of satisfaction when you see what sort of the peace process and people in that, you know, have delivered for the city and they've worked hard and through very, very difficult times with difficult people and difficult scenarios and situations and they've 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 developed this city and this um uh you know, the peace the peace bridge now and there's a place over there where there used to be the where the British soldiers used to be a place called Ebrington. That's now a place of celebration where people go to you know, I went down there to see the Beach Boys play there a few years ago. It's now a, a live you know, an open air live events place, you know, uh, park or whatever you want to call it, and you know there are all these uh, transitions that the city has gone through, and it's it's quite, it's quite amazing when you see it and when you remember. You know, I've had the, you know, I've been around long enough to remember the bad old days, or you know, when it was a different type of vibe in the city, and it's just you know it's mm-hmm. vibrant, and there's tourists going around, and there's buses pulling in, and you know. Tourists, Japanese tourists coming in and American tourists coming in. And I had to make so yeah, was there. I was there during the summer and uh, it's, it's yeah. a transformed place, no question. In fact, uh, our local football team, Treaty United, played in the FAI Cup semi final against Derry up at the Brandywell there the Brandy, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And, and the fans came back and said they just had a great experience and that the Derry fans were great to them and they enjoyed the match. Didn't go their way results wise. They have a big match tonight, Treaty. That's another story which right. we'll talk about. But uh, certainly they, they had a good time you know which is which is great Brilliant. to hear um yeah. but but the song itself i mean <laughs> you know you, you you say it's it's an ode to um lisa so but yeah. like is there is there any kind of history attached to it there now vicky joe not with lisa but more generally <laughs> with, with dairy girls with dairy? no no well, my granny was a dairy girl that's the only, the only thing i'll say about that but i mean the, the 
the backstory of the song is really about um, when I was writing it as, 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 as something I suppose it was had been brewing in me for a while, or it was, it was a song that was long overdue. And it's it's really about a Protestant guy from the waterside meeting a Catholic from the city side, falling in love and sort of love conquers all. And fast forward to modern day, and 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 they're still together. And you know, unfortunately, back in the day when that happened, it wasn't something that people talked about. It was very much frowned upon, and it was a difficult thing for people to navigate who were in those types of relationships. And sometimes they paid with their lives, you know, and that's the reality of it. Um, so behind the story, where which is, I think, the way I've done it, I've tried to made it into a a positive thing or a, 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 a jovial sort of celebration of that success of getting through and navigating that, that terrain that would have been very difficult for people back in the day when they were in that type of a relationship. So that's really what the song is about, you know, the sort of coming together of of the people, uh, you know, a couple, but, you know, it's more about, I suppose, um, talking about the city and the coming together of the city. And that's thankfully those issues aren't so prevalent now, you know. Yeah, it's, it's great. Um, now, yeah. Mickey Joe, you've concentrated for some time on men and loneliness through your project Music to Your Ears. Tell me a bit more about that. Uh, well, this is a, it's a project called Music to Your Ears, and um, it, it's something that I, I have to say I'm, I'm not responsible for initiating. It was a, an arts officer up here by the name of Gene Smith who uh, was very keen to try and get men involved in, and get them out of a certain age, um, get them out. And um, she just found it very difficult to connect with them when she was delivering certain projects or delivering, offering, you know, things for them to, to be part of or participate in. And she thought music might be a nice uh, way of doing that. And she approached myself and a pal and she said, is there any way you could come up with a project that might encourage men, older men and retired men, people who might, you know, uh, that that sort of age group to come out and um, reconnect with one another. And she said, I just find it's very difficult to get men to do it. And we, we put together a project called Music to Your Ears and it was only really supposed to be a sort of 10 week type of thing, uh, a trial. And, uh, it's seven years ago now, thank God, I'm still going strong. And, you know, um, it's just something that I, I love doing. Um, I don't always get to do it because I be, might be away gigging or touring up. But when I'm around, I, I try my best to be there every Tuesday or whatever it is that I can be there and, and put my, my oars and my, my, my toppings worth in. And, and we do a show at the end of every sort of, if I can say, semester, every few months in the theatre there. We, some in Derry and some in Straban. Um, and uh, so it's um, it's just a very nice thing to be involved in. You know, I've, I've just really enjoyed it. I didn't think I'd still be doing this this time later. But it's, I suppose, the... The main thing is that, uh, you know, it's just, it just it highlights the, the need for such things, you know, because us men are very bad at putting our hands up and saying that we need a wee bit of help or we need to get out or, you know, so that's that's yeah. Uh, and one other thing, you were due to be on with us a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. I know quite rightly that you didn't feel it was appropriate on the morning because it was the Monday after uh, Chrysler. Yeah, just, you know, I wasn't really, I had some stuff in, the single was out just the week before or something like that, so we were doing a lot of promo, and I had to be, have to be away that weekend gigging down the country, and uh, I suppose when I just got back, and uh, I just felt it wasn't wasn't the appropriate thing to be talking about a, a new release or whatever, and I just wasn't up for it, to be honest. It was sure. just, it was, we were in a kind of state of shock, the whole county, you know, and... Um, yeah, so we're just trying to we're just trying to deal with it and take it in and try and and figure out what the next you know 
uh, I suppose processes and all of it for the for the people involved, and it's just you know our hearts and our, our prayers go out to them. It's it's it's, it's I think the random random randomness of it that that that's so shocking, you know, that uh, you know it could have happened to any of us. I've been in that filling station plenty of times um, uh, on my way through here and there. Um, so and and there's many people who would use that uh, because it's, it's probably the only one on that particular road for a while, if you know what I mean. So mm. people would use that as a little uh, sort of stop off and get a coffee and, you know, or whatever it might be and fill up. And uh, so, you know, some pe- a lot of people here and in the north in particular and, and, and will come out to holiday would use that road over the summer and would be pulling in there, you know. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a very uh, strange, strange, strange time for the county. And, you know, but I know that there's a lot of goodwill in the county for for towards it and um you know and, and indeed you know further afield the whole the i think the whole country has embraced it and um supported it and um so just thanks to everybody that has you know has done that and uh you know that's all we can say really about yeah. it okay well mickey joe hart great to talk to you so um are, are you are you coming down this way gig wise do you know at any time in the near future uh Put me on the spot, but I have some things that I'm actually got. I have a hometown gig this, this Thursday night at home, and my head is so fried. Okay. You know, when you're doing a gig at I home, do. but I know, yeah. Um, um, so it's the hardest gig that I have to do all the time. <laughs> it's always the same, yeah, yeah, in front of the home so, crowd. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I, I was rehearsing last night for it with the pal, and um, but right. uh, the stuff is on the website, mickeyjohart.com, if you want to. Yeah, and, and I'm on Facebook and Instagram, so you, I, I always post the stuff up there. Brilliant, brilliant. And Derry yeah. Girl uh, available across all digital platforms and released through Swerve Music Limited. Great to chat to you. Thank you very much, Joe. It's great, lovely to talk to you and the people of Limerick and beyond. Thanks a million. Take care. You, Continue good. success yeah. to you. That's Mickey Joe Hart there. Thanks, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live 95.